Anchor, Anchor, Anchor. This is the best platform to use for podcasting. They have everything that you need in one place. If you know me, then you know that I'm not tech savvy. I didn't know how to record. I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to do anything. But Anchor is so simple and easy to use. And you can make money. So if you are a podcaster or thinking about creating a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. If I didn't have Anchor, there wouldn't be a Disaster Dating 101 podcast. Right now, download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey ladies, I know you guys love, love, love clothing that makes you feel good. Make sure you check out the luxury African-inspired clothing brand Rayma, based out of Toronto. Order today at www.rahyma.com. Use discount code podcast101 and save 15%. I love this brand and I know you guys will love it too. Again, that was www.rahyma.com. Check it out and save on your next order. are live we are live yes thank you guys so much for coming on to that episode uh robin actually had to step away it's just me and you just me and you oh baby oh god you gotta come in stronger with that like oh baby (laughs) (laughs) two-part harmony you know what i'm saying make me feel like i'm watching boys in the hood again Shout out to Raphael Sadiq for that bang bang. Here we are, something, dun, dun. You know, he played that whole thing with an acoustic guitar by himself, right? <laughs> Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a damn thing. Don't worry about a damn thing, baby. <laughs> what are we doing today? What are we talking about today, boo? We are talking about dating. Uh oh. And and the do's and don'ts because um what what happened the not this past episode but a couple of episodes ago the power of the P the last episode that we had did right 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 that is available on YouTube you guys if you want to listen to it and it's also available streaming now for the people that are on our live on there you asked me how do you date and I said I date in search of marriage or something like that and you're like no you date you date you date with a purpose yes dating with a purpose (laughs) you date with intent is what they call it yeah so we're we're gonna get into that but you know we gotta do the intro first before um getting into it so twan are you ready i'm ready all right welcome to disaster dating 101 i'm natasha renee and i'm antoine Come join this disastrous journey where we talk about our dating horror stories, real issues, and how we can work through these issues in today's society. And today's episode is Dating 101, co-ed edition. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. So, um, the episode we didn't get to air due to t- technical difficulties mm-hmm. i was 
brief, briefly, it was supposed to just be for YouTube. So everybody who listens to the podcast, you know, it, it it's not going to air. So briefly, I was talking about dating a guy and how I wasn't interested, but he had good dates. Like I enjoyed going out with him until there was that deal breaker of kissing. Remember that, right? Oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined, you say? Ruined? <laughs> Ruined everything. Ruined. And you said I should have just been honest with him. Yeah, you should have. You should have. You, you kept going. You was a date junkie more like it. I mean, I you think we're going to get that next bomb date, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> like one time... One time, like we we went somewhere and he like sung to me and everything. So I mean, I like I liked his dates. I just I didn't like getting a, close. I would have just made you a CD <laughs> item songs I want to eat you out to. Oh gosh, <laughs> jeez, I was not ready for that one. <laughs> That's date <laughs> one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Somebody was like, "Ooh, girl, what tracks is on there?" I know, right? But no, um, I, I felt like I tried. I, I felt like everybody felt like he was a good guy. And my family was rooting for him. Oh. And people wanted to see us together. But mm. I, I did try. You cried why? I tried, not cried. Oh, you tried. <laughs> I did cry. I mean, that's cool. You can... We gotta be we gotta be okay with normalizing that. Yo, some people ain't for us. Like it's it's not personal. You should you should not wanna be with somebody you gotta convince yourself to to like and to enjoy. Like it everything should just be natural. And the problem with dating with a purpose or dating with intention is is nothing is organic anymore. Everything has to have an outcome. And what happens when you don't hit your outcome? That's true. Is, is it a failed interaction? Is it a failed meeting? God put these people in your life for all types of reasons. You know, and I, I hate that whole reason, season, or lifetime shit, but it, it's actually kind of true. You know, you never understand what lessons you're supposed to learn about yourself or how you deal with people through your interactions with folks. And it's and that's how, like, it's so weird because people say, you know, I've, I, I met this person and I felt like I've known them all my life. It, it's cool then, except for when it comes to your matters of your heart. Yeah. Right? It didn't matter how long you knew them. They, they're cool enough to be family, but they, you know, every, every guy, every woman I got to meet, right, they got to end up with us being something that I need to further my value in life or some BS or something like that. Like, why can't we just date and meet people and enjoy meeting people? Like, I'm sorry, on my progress report, it always says makes friends easily. Right. (laughs) Like I want to meet people. I want to, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking crazy ass student of humanistic behaviors. I can sit people watch all day. I need to meet people, it makes me happy to understand all different perspectives of people, how they think, how they feel, how they see the world. Like, but that goes, that goes back to how we're taught to date. Like, especially with women, we're like taught for the purpose of being married to get our husband. I know for me, my mom was grooming me for my swipe, my high school sweetheart. Like, she was like, You gotta know how to cook, you got. I'm 16 years old and you doing all make sure you that's make crazy. It. Listen, that's, that's, <laughs> listen, 
they put way too much responsibility on you women, right? And from the gate, right? Look, look, look at our toys, right? Your toys are human beings, yep. right? Like they cry, they have emotions Baby. and shit. Yep. I got G.I. Joe, I blow up shit, right? <laughs> now you looking at me like, help me, help me raise this baby. I'm like, I'm two. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, they give y'all like kitchen sets. Yeah. Like easy bake ovens. Like, first of all, no, no. I, I have a whole thing about, I refuse. If, and then if I had children, if I had children and if I had a daughter, I would refuse to give her baby dolls. What are you instilling in her with that? She yeah. get, now she has something that she has to be responsible for. Take care of, for. yeah. That's true, because like, that American girl down my, my daughter got, she already know. You, you know what hurts my heart? And this is why people don't really hear what Kevin Samuel's saying sometimes. And I'm not defending him. I'm just saying they don't hear what he's saying. Everybody, Everybody's not meant to be a wife. That's a hard reality. But we're and so wired to believe that we are supposed to be. We were supposed to be. And that if we if we don't, then um then we have failed. We failed. Here's the thing. I hear pastors say this all the time. You you wasn't a wife when I married you. You was a wife when I met you. That's hella unfair. Right? You're telling me that her life and her self-value is attached to how she carries herself as a wife. Yo, that's the worst programming in the world. We'll, we'll try dating and people assuming for me, oh, you know, you're wifey, so I want to go have fun. Who said I didn't want to have fun? Just because of the way I carry myself doesn't mean like, why can't that's, I? That's, that's a lot of that's a lot of baggage. Like people don't understand they they like their baggage is not necessarily hurtful scars. Their baggage is a lot of assumptive thoughts. Like that's why you take time to date. Like there's no way in the world I'm going to be in a relationship and not be able to say like yo we can go I can take you anywhere. We can go anywhere. Yeah. Right. Even if I, even if, even and we were talking about before about like homecoming and shit, even if there was an incident where I didn't take her to a homecoming or something, right? I'm not taking her to a homecoming because I don't want her to be there with me. I'm taking, I'm not taking her to a homecoming because that's my time. We yeah. can come back and next weekend, me and you can go wherever the fuck you want to go. We can get on it. We can do that random road trip. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you're talking about forever. You're talking about yeah. the big commitment. That's harder than what most people think. And it's way harder than what people are exhibiting in normal relationships right now. Yeah, it, it took me it took me years to, you know, realize that 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 wasn't it. You know, it, it took me being by myself, you know, being separated, taking care of my kids to realize like, hey, this is not what it is. Like, this is not what I was taught is not the way I need to date. 
Okay. But here's the thing. It's not even, and I don't want this to be seeming like, oh, well, here's another man just justifying being single or some shit like that, or I'm trashing relationships. I believe in natural, organic love. I don't believe in expected love because that's entitlement to me, right? You, you, you put no stock and value in getting to know me. You're just making sure that I check enough boxes to make it to your goal. Yep. So I'm supposed to believe, you know, I'm supposed to not protect myself when I feel rushed. I like you. I like you. So why aren't we together? Because it don't work like that. <laughs> you so when do you i guess i would say when do you have those talks like you should be having them talks often you should be having them talks every day that's the whole point that's the whole point of dating like this whole thing about when should you talk you should talk as much as you need to talk and you should talk about some things that are fun and you should talk about some things that are substantive but here's the thing. Most people are not talking because they don't know how to have conversations. That's true. They don't know how to say this. Say, you know what? You know what? I was tripping because when you said that, that reminded me of a time, boom, boom, boom. And I've acknowledged now that I was tripping. So I'm sorry if you felt any type of, you know, attitude or something from me because I just, I had realized I was triggered. Right? And and that's because this was what I experienced in my previous relationship. People say you shouldn't talk about your ex. Hell yeah, this is what I experienced in my previous relationship. Right? Because I need you to get a very raw image of me before you determine that you like me so much. I need you to really get to know me before you throw me in the, ooh, I, I just want to be around you. No, you... No, because when it get real, are you gonna hold on? Exactly. That's true. That that definitely is true. When when it gets real, are you are you gonna hold on? I know that's always been my thing for me. When I guess finding somebody or getting to know people are, you know, yeah, it's it's nice, it's cute in the beginning when when it's all cool, but when the shit hit the fan, are you going to stick around or are you going to leave? Look, I will say this, uh, at least about myself, right? Like, I think the the biggest issue is in in this whole kind of dating spectrum is just that we're just not on the same page and we're not talking about it. We refuse to talk about it. We don't even listen to each other when we're trying to talk about it. If a woman put a post up saying, hey, men, tell the ladies something that the that the women want to know, 40 women would still be on that post talking about what they feel about what some man said. And being offended about it. Yeah, and you're not really listening to us, right? And that's one thing that, that we have really realized. We realize that y'all not listening to us, so we're not talking anymore. We just let you think what you want because you're going to anyway. Right. I, I am I am I am appalled at the narrative of the disconnect between 
um, black and black men and black women and how that's just still just getting perpetuated every day to the point now where mainstream media is replacing us with white men for our, for our, for our interracial couples on TV. They don't even believe in the black family no more. Right. And the black family looks like a lot of different things. It doesn't look like, it doesn't look like America's nuclear family. It just fucking doesn't. We don't have, we, we, we didn't, we didn't, <laughs> we had to, we had to, we had to do all this shit ourselves, right? From the beginning, right? Even, even as you tore through our family, whether it was slavery, whether it was oppressive laws and, and fucking chemical fucking violence with cracking shit, you know, no matter where you tacked us, we still had to persevere our family. So our family looks very different and unique in all types of ways, right? Yeah. And even if there is no, you know, our, our family is also what we what we choose, who we choose. We choose our family, right? So how do you take all of that and just drain that down to, I have to live this type of life. I have to be married. It's nothing makes my, my, my skin cringe more than people say, well, I just knew I was going to be a mother. Like, really? <laughs> like, when? <laughs> like seriously like when like when did that happen i just i just knew i just i just wanted to be when i'm like for real and i feel bad because i mean i can't knock them but it to me it, i i can't understand it because I, that's not how i was raised i wasn't i wasn't trained i wasn't you know what i mean i was like yo yo go, go out here and be in this world yeah you know what i mean get get in this world and and understand how it go right so but no, that's like I said, for me, dating at 16, my ex-boyfriend being much, not so much older than me, but, you know, when I was in high school, he had just graduated and everything. And it was kind of like my mom was grooming me to be a wife mm. and telling me, you pray for your husband. Mind you, 16, 17, <laughs> you you pray for your husband. And I remember when him and I broke up, when I moved to Virginia, my my whole world was shattered because, again, that mindset of, well, who's going to marry me? Like, you know, I shouldn't be thinking about mm. these things mm -hmm. at, at 16, 17. I, I'll never forget. I was on a pay phone. <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> Talking to him on a pay phone. At school, because there wasn't no cell phones around. <laughs> and um, him and I had a conversation. I think we had gotten to an argument. He hung up on me. And that was my junior year. I just moved there. And then my senior year, my senior prom, I went out to Pennsylvania with the guy I went to prom with. And mm. I remember contacting uh, one of his family members and I was told that he had gotten married. And then for me, that was like, how? Like, how did that happen? You know? And and for a while, it, it took me back because I didn't know what to do because that's who I saw my future with. That Those were the things. I wasn't focused on yourself really the things yeah that i wanted to do that i needed to do as far as going to school going to college and stuff like that because it was like oh i'm gonna go to college but i'm still gonna be married why why do we normalize that like for real like 
we should not saying again, this is not a knock on relationships. No, it's not. It definitely isn't a knock. What it should be is an an affirmation to, and if anything, this year didn't teach you is live your life and everything will come to you as it should. Manifest good thoughts, manifest abundance, manifest living your life. And everything will come to you as it is. If you start putting expectations on how things should be, you'll never truly be happy. You know what I'm saying? And and now, I got a small little rant. Can I have it for a second? Just a small little rant. How much time we got? Uh oh, we got a little bit of time. We got time right. before yeah, now, the first part breaks up. Real quick for everybody so eager to be in relationships, right? And some of you couples out there that are, you know, looking to looking for a reason to call it quits, right? Throwing that towel. Because everything ain't perfect, right? Here's some food for thought for you. Lifelong commitment is not what most people think it is. It's not waking up every morning to make breakfast in bed and eat together. It's not cuddling in bed till both of you fall asleep peacefully at night. It's not a clean home filled with laughter and love making every day. It's someone who steals the goddamn covers and snores. It's slammed doors. It's harsh words. At times, it's stubbornly disagreeing, giving each other the silent treatment until your heart heals. Then forgiveness. Sometimes it's not even forgiveness. Sometimes couples don't even fucking apologize. It's coming home to the same person every day that you know loves and cares about you in spite of and because of who you are. Accident. Um, <clears throat> It's laughing about something you did accidentally, stupidly. It's about dirty laundry, unmade beds. Without the finger pointing, it's about helping each other with hard work of life. It's about swallowing the nagging words instead of saying them out loud. I'll repeat it. It's about swallowing the nagging words instead of saying them out loud. It's about eating the easiest meal you can make and sitting down together at a late hour to eat because you both had a crazy day. It's when you have an emotional breakdown and your love lays with you and holds you and tells you everything is going to be okay and you believe them. It's about still loving someone even though sometimes they make you absolutely insane. Loving someone is not easy and sometimes it's extremely hard, but it's amazing and comforting and one of the best things you'll ever experience. So if you are blessed to have a wonderful partner in your life, Congratulations, but you are not entitled to one. That's my rant. That's that's makes you think. <laughs> All right. Makes I'm just think. saying, like, listen, man, like just live your life. Everything will come as it should. Right? Like if you just you're putting expectations on on something that you don't even know if that person can even meet. You don't even know why that person was introduced to you in your life. That that's that's facts. Like you said, the it can be a it can be a lesson. It, it's not everybody that comes into your life is marriage material. It, right. That, that lesson that is learned, and I for me when I do date, I don't hold on to. I start everything, and I always tell people I 
I date brand new. I'm not going to hold you to some type of expectation, but I do, you know, I ask that you be open and honest and we communicate. Because if you got that, if you got that, that solves a lot of problems because that's, yeah. that ain't happening. That's just not happening. Well, like but shit. I have been honest to say that it, I, it is hard for me to communicate and just know that it does take me time. You know, it does take time for me to communicate mm. because those are issues that I do struggle with because I'm so used to just, again, how I was taught, just let things happen and not say what you need to say. Right. Where now I can, it may take me a little bit, but that again, that was that communication in the beginning where he won't get too pissed off where other people, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to talk to you if you can't talk to me right now. You know, it's that, it's that communication and, and learning. And we, even, we also got to know ourselves too a little bit so that we can too. be able to communicate who we are. You know, don't be ashamed of that. You know, have the conversation. If you say, hey, listen, sometimes I might be in the room and I might not say a goddamn thing to you. It's not that anything's wrong. It's just that I just don't fill the air with unnecessary noise. Why? I grew up in a home where me and the person who lived there did not speak unnecessarily. You know, and then that's real. I love my mother, but she would be at one side of the house. I would be at the other side of the house. And if she wasn't at work, I didn't bother her because I knew that that was her time to not have to worry about anything. And she kept everything that I needed for me in my room or I was outside playing, but there wasn't a lot of hard conversation. So I can be present. And I could be there if you just want a warm body. But if I if you need me to feel the air and I don't have anything to say, I'm not going to do it. It's, it's I just and I, and I need you to be OK with that. No, I, I'm like that, too. I know my grandparents always say that, like, I can be in the house and they not even know it because I just I'm silent. Like sometimes I don't like things on. I like to be in silence. I like to read books. You know, I like to just enjoy like it'll be times where I may. You may wake up. I'm not in bed. I may be downstairs just literally just sitting and taking in the time by myself. I'm the only, you know, I was my mother's only child. So right. I do need that time where I'm like me. Well, here's my double-edged sword. Most people think I'm this huge extrovert. And I'm not. I'm actually an ambivert. Right? I have, I have, I have, I have lingering moments on both sides. And so when they're so used to me being on, being that social butterfly, they won't let me have time to myself. Something has to be wrong. Yep. Something's wrong. With right. You. You're too quiet. So when I'm, when I find myself in a relationship, I want to have somebody I don't have to be on for all the time because that shit is exhausting and you can't, you can't keep that up. Right? Like one of my hardest times, most of the people that was turning away from me that I thought were my friends, they couldn't deal with the fact that I wasn't up. Right? I wasn't the I wasn't the twan they used to know. Right? I wasn't every time they see me, I wasn't the life of the party no more. I'm dealing with shit. And I can't be strong all the time for you so you could be happy. And I'm fucking miserable. Right? No, that's, so, that's true. 
these are things that have to be discussed because you need a person need to know what they 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 trying to buy. If you go to buy a car, if they don't got a car fax, you asking a million questions, right? Mm-hmm. And that car is only going to last you three to five years max. I'm talking about a lifelong commitment. And everybody act like that's just supposed to happen. Poof. No, it, it definitely it definitely takes time. Fuck it, you, notebook. That yeah. shit ain't real. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that movie. <laughs> but you know what's real about it? The reason their love survived because they went through shit together. That was real. Every time she tried to act like he talk to me, tell me, use your fucking words. Like he he forced her to stand up in her decisions, whatever they were going to be. And he was okay with whatever decision she made, but he was his 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 standard was you're not gonna straddle the fence. Yeah. Right? Now that was real, but nobody picked that out. What they picked out was this. Fantasy love fantasy that loves right that yeah. you know fuck the fact that he went to war, damn near died, come home, his girl gone. So he builds a house. That's what they see. Oh my god, he builds a house. Builds the house she wanted. <laughs> there you go. Y'all not y'all gonna discount the struggle together. Because there was some struggle. I'm pretty sure there was some struggle, but the notebook yeah. didn't highlight the struggle, right? To the, to the end. Oh, they died together. So beautiful. Oh, it's not realistic. But, but that's what we don't. But just we like don't misinformation, just like a misinformation in the news right now, it's infectious and it's easy to digest. And you start to believe that's how it's supposed to be. All the Disney princesses back in the day weren't happening until they got their what? Prince. Prince Charles. Well, that was the original with the book Disaster Dating 101. I struggled with the ending. I didn't know if I wanted the main character to find her Prince Charming or still be single at the end of the book. Because how about you? Why didn't you leave it with a choice? That 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 would have been a good thing, but you know, typically cut it off right there with the fork in the road. Ooh, where'd she go? Where did she go? That's how you get him to buy the sequel. Yeah. But no, I I really did struggle with that because I knew I didn't, at that time, I knew I didn't find my Prince Charming. So why would I make believe and try to let people... You couldn't write it because it wasn't authentic to you, right? No, it wasn't. That's like one, um, one author that I used to read when I was younger... She she has a lot of lifetime movies, but I don't know how I got stuck reading uh Mary Higgins Clark books. But yeah, I was in high school reading these books. But they were loves music, loves to dance. If anybody likes a mystery, that was a really good, good um book. But I like the way she wrote. You know, you went to the, you know, you didn't know what was going on because she broke all the characters down. But the thing I did not like is that the man saved the day in every single book that she wrote 
and they live like whoever the villain was it was a villain that was a man but it was some other man who saved the woman from dying and then that's who she ended up with and that's who she ended up with never failed so you know when i started reading more i tried at that feminist, point i was trying to figure tear, out that, tear them books apart <laughs> <laughs> the feminists tear them books apart <laughs> but no i i used to love reading our books but it was predictable yeah more the programming yo the man saves the day meant more the programming and I'm and here I here's was so fucked up. Here I am. I'm telling you as a man, a woman saved my life. That's not written about. No. Matter of fact, my 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 brokenness in relationships right now is frowned upon. You see the you see the post all the time. Woman, if he girl, he broke, just let his ass be broken. Yep. Most of us are broken and just don't know it. That nigga you chasing, he definitely broken. Because you chasing him. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a lot to unravel, yo. Like, you don't get it. Like, we are not having the conversations anymore. We're not talking no more. We aren't. And, and, and then even going back to, oh, we got to cut soon. But, uh. um... I didn't even realize the time because you can't you can go into this even going back to again like those conversations how were those conversations because with me every time i used to date i dated exclusively i wasn't <coughs> well that's that's a bigger problem right there like yeah. all your all your eggs in one basket yep <clears throat> why we'll talk about that in part two <laughs> part two <laughs> So we're going to break everybody that's on Facebook. Um, give us time um, to just get ready and let all our sponsors come in. So we're going to end part one and then we're going to go into part two and why I date exclusively. So thank you guys and just hold back on and we will be back with part two. Hey, Disaster Dating listeners. I know you guys may have heard me um, mention this brand before, but if you haven't checked out Love Accordingly Clothing on IG, you're definitely missing out. So right now, go to love underscore accordingly 215 on IG and place your order and tell them you listen to the Disaster Dating 101 podcast and you will save 20% off of your first order. The quality is great and you're getting a discount 20% off. That was love underscore accordingly 215. I know you guys won't be disappointed. So check them out now. And we are back with part two of dating one-on-one. Dating one-on-one. Off talking about me dating exclusively and why I date exclusively. Why you put all your eggs in one basket, you mean? Say it like you mean it. Own it. Call it what it is. I guess you can say that. Let me ask you something. Would have killed you to date multiples. And, I, and, and when I say date multiples, and here's what I hate. When I say date multiples, it doesn't mean that you are intimate with all of them. It doesn't mean that, that you are 
you are dating, you are meeting people, you are interviewing the longest interviews ever with people. Some people are going to make it. Some people are not. Some people are going to automatically check themselves out. So when I turned 30, I did. I started dating. What snapped? I guess realizing that this exclusive thing was not working and noticed that I was the only one doing this exclusively. Like I was talking to somebody who was kind of open about talking to somebody else but then it was like also beforehand I had like dated somebody who wasn't up front with everything so when that spiraled down and and that's what it was I was dating this one guy and he seemed like he was like the one so to say mm. and everything mistake, that he mistake did was, one yeah <laughs> every, right. everything was basically a lie okay i mean like everything was a lie and that's when it kind of hit me with like you can't be just dating onesies as i say you know you kind of need to get to know people and uh, <laughs> allow other people <laughs> chances also. So when I was 30, I was, I was dating. I was going out. I was getting to know people. And like you said, I wasn't sleeping with everybody. But yeah. I was getting to know people. And here's what I also hate. You're a grown-ass person. If you're attracted to somebody and you the mood hits and you want to do it, do it. It don't mean shit. But that's a... That's a whole nother tragic mindset that we have to break. We do have to try to break in order for people to just kind of live their best lives a little bit. Because we're so bound by some weird moral code that it's not even ours to derive from our, our own way of thinking in, in life. You know, somebody told you that you need to be this way. And you said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's and, it. And when like I said, when I turned 30, that's when I kind of realized like let me date the way I want to date. Let me find love the way I want to find love because and did, clearly did you find the it, way you, they were telling me to do it is not and, and honestly, be honest, did, did you find that less stressful when you took the expectations it, it was, out? It was it was very it was let it was, it really was. Everything's out on the table because here's the thing. This is why me as a man can can speak so passionately about this whole like no expectations thing. Is because as men, <clears throat> unfortunately, even the the greatest of men always meets some amazing ass woman when he's already met one previously. Like so, it's just it's just it's it's not fair that. A man could be going about his day, hanging with some friends, and here comes this randomly amazing ass woman he vibes with, and you already got somebody you didn't met before. Yep. Right? And now, because you're dating exclusively, you can't even explore why this amazing person came into the life. And I ain't even talking about some like superficial shit. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like 
God damn, like, like you really feel like where you been? Yeah. Right? No, I've had that. But you can't even understand or explore what that means to you because if you're honest to the person you've met before, they and their feelings, they gone. Right? Now there's somebody listening to say that. Well, I'm I'm a little more understanding because I'm not dating, you know, I'm dating, I'm dating other people too. But you are a small minority of women, unfortunately. And when that man tries to be honest with you about somebody he's he met, or actually, 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 he won't even he he won't even try to be honest with you. He's so ashamed. And won't even say it. He won't even say it. And then when you see the picture, like, who is this? Who is this? Oh, oh well, that was. Right, somebody. because he like you, but you might not do a lot of the shit he like, but he he like you, he dig you. Then he meets somebody that, yeah, you in the, you in the, that shit too? Holy shit. Yeah. I go all the time. Oh, we should go together record scratch damn now you got a decision because you did just you know i'm i'm you don't even want to say well i'm 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 dating someone and yep because then they're like well oh you oh you dating somebody ah! I yep i can't talk to you i can't talk to you yeah you can because we're just dating dating is not a status something and, and that's where we confuse things is that we make dating a status because you gotta label everything you got to now, got i mean to. not saying you got to but you you do because it, it like Cause I you're, said, you're scared of the gray it's open you're, or scared of, you're scared of the gray here's the thing the gray don't have to exist if you have a conversation the gray comes oh my god did you ever did you see that that new disney joint ryan the last dragon no, I didn't get to see it. I ain't gonna ruin it for people because I did see it. Thank you, uh, Premier Access. Um, but <clears throat> but basically, one of the premises of of some things is like this whole feeling like this badness is going to happen, right? Because we're not doing the type of things that make it go away. We're so scared of gray, but gray comes when we stop communicating. When we don't constantly communicate, when we're not keeping it a hundred percent, right? And, and and unfortunately, we don't even get there till we get older. We get tired. We get beat down, and then we like, okay, fuck it. So then, why would you like? I know we talked about this before, but men and men not knowing how to date. Oh my god. That's that's not even fair. All right, so we talked about um I if y'all listen to the do we have that did that last episode available for folks? It's the whole thing is in a, that's that that's where it was. That's quick, why I quick, had to quick, bring it back quick, in. Quick, quick recap. Okay. Like I said, you know, if you look at the, the evolution of dating for a male, right? Your first dates when you were younger required apparent involvement, right? And it was easy. You know, you go to the movies, right? If you, We were saying if you had a putt-putt in your area, you take your girl out for miniature golf, right? You, maybe if you had parents that had a little bit of money, they let you go bowling with your friends, right? 
or most of the time, let's be honest, your high school dating was you hanging out at the fucking mall. Yes. <laughs> right? You meet me at the mall. Meet right? me at the mall. Get the mall. Outside, yep. Right. So now, boom, you go, you, that's high school, right? And the most you'll do in high school is prom. That's the biggest thing. You got to have a date for prom, right? And then what you do for prom. And there is, I mean, Valentine's doesn't extend past four o'clock, right? Because you, you do it all at school, right? So then you get to college. And dating still looks the same for most men, but now you might be a little broker, right? You live off campus, or you maybe got a campus apartment, or maybe you just got a single room or a roommate that's never there. And all you can offer her in that moment is your time. That's all you can offer her, really. Maybe a cooked meal. <laughs> maybe you offer a massage. I remember I heard a younger guy in his 20s and they were talking about it was a dating conversation that I was in. And he said it. He said, I just want somebody to go grocery shopping with me. I'm like, what? <laughs> Listen, you don't you don't you don't have you don't have those options. So you start to learn how to date efficiently. And time becomes your biggest currency. Now, what most women don't realize while they're turning their nose at what I'm saying is in that time, that is probably when men are at their most vulnerable because they have to entertain you. They have to talk to you. They have to keep you interested. And it's not to get your draws. It's to get you to understand who they are. Now, men don't pick when they show their emotion. They find a window and they jump through it. Some men don't, some men do. So you don't get to you don't get to pick when that window opens. What you have to do is you have to be mindful when that window opens that you need to sit down and look and look was look on the other side of it. Right? Because those are times where you can get to know this person. Now, unfortunately, like I said, this is college, right? Now, if you had money in college, God bless you. Okay, but I was broke. Broke is a joke, and I had two jobs. All right. Uh, and I was a full time student. I ain't had time to date. I ain't know how to date. OK. Um, I tell a story all the time. I had a $50 gift card to a very nice restaurant in Norfolk known as Max and Irma's. Put that in a put that in a birthday card and told her we're going to go out for dinner. And she <laughs> laughed in my face. <laughs> and to this day still calls me Max and Irma's. <laughs> Ugh. How you think a young man takes that hit, huh? Think he keeps trying? No, he doesn't. So he gets he gets he gets mold into a very, very standard and bare bones understanding of what dating is. Because the most the most precious thing he can honestly give you is his time. Now now he's older, right? He's got a little money. Y'all been complaining about coming over to his house, so now he has to learn how to date. In his late 20s and early 30s. And guess what? Dating all you guys are like snowflakes. <laughs> no two snowflakes are the oh, same, like right? What gets you going? Don't get her going. 
And if you don't believe me, just tune into Facebook. They talk about dating all the time. Who pays for the first date? What is considered a date? Hey, girl, if he took you like this, if you only had $300, is $178 too much on one date? Look at all this pressure. God. Just want to eat a gun. I don't want to eat a gun. Shout out to um, self-help. But listen. (laughs) What the fuck, man? Like we 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 do this we do this to ourselves. That, yeah, so, you're you're right. But see, so, so hold on, because we we talking about men not knowing how to date, right? <clears throat> and there's no slack for us. There's no learning curve. You got to bring your a game every time, fellas. Do right. You got to wow her so she can have something to talk about with her girls. Fuck getting to know you. So, it took me forever to learn how to date, self-admitting. And so, I have conducted a list for you guys. Oh, gosh. Okay. Because I'm all about self-empowerment, okay? And I think the conversations need to happen. And sometimes, you know, my homies need some some advice. So, guys, get your pen and paper. Get your pen and paper out, right? We're going to talk about some dates. And guess what? If she ain't into it, scratch it off and move to the next one. <laughs> right? Then all these ain't for everybody. But if she can't appreciate your thought, then she that tells you who she is right then and there, right? Like if you into simple shit and you take her on a date to do some simple shit and she complaining, then she ain't for you. Pay attention, brown cow, fatter asses. Okay? Number one, coffee. Everybody Ooh, fucking drinks coffee. Right. Coffee date is a comfort date at its best. So it's do you know easy. that that was a Facebook thing? Um, I always see that post. Is coffee date a coffee date a real date? I'm about to break this shit down to you. All right. Coffee date is easy. It can help your date judge you for who you are without being overpowered by a surrounding. Throw a little razzle dazzle on the niggas. Don't go to Starbucks. Find that little, find that little, find that little smooth little coffee shop. And if you're in Brooklyn, stop by Brooklyn Teas. (laughs) You welcome, Ali. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Number two. Now, since you're never not going to not be able to feed her on this date, and some people don't even consider it a date without food in it, if you're going to go to a restaurant, go to a restaurant with a view. If you have a choice, pick a restaurant with a view, be it a garden, the horizon, the sea. Just don't give her dark lights and four fucking walls, guys. Yes, views are always nice. All right? Elevate the view if you got to. If if the shit is still indoors and ain't got no horizon, there's plenty of uh, fucking these rooftop restaurants. Go to one of those, okay? Number three, amusement park. Now, if you live in the 757-804-202-301-703-504, then you know it comes down to Bush Gardens, Kings Dominion, and goddamn Six Flags. And none of them might even sound enjoyable going on a regular day with your family. But hey, try it. With your significant I've never went to an amusement park with my boo. Listen, pick a few cozy rides. 
See, I and like before you know it, chemistry is sizzling with a splash of adrenaline, huh? Ain't nothing like a heart screaming on a rebel yell <laughs> to provide some of the heartiest of laughter and her need to hold your arm. But don't go to Six Flags. Please don't go to Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number four. Park. Have a picnic. Yes. Picnics are the best, guys. Especially they if it's a day. Listen, I made a mistake one time. I used to try to do picnics during the cherry blossoms. That's a bad idea. Okay. <laughs> cherry blossoms are flying everywhere. All right. You can't even just eat. You got, you got, you just wiping cherry blossoms off your face. But the scene, the view. It's beautiful. beautiful. All right. Uh, but if it's a sunny day, go. There's something about staring at nature's beauty uh, that makes us feel wonderful inside. Listen, you don't even really have to go to a big park. Nope. Like just find some 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 patch of grass with with a not view go somewhere. Just a patch of grass. I I'm mean, not saying like a patch of grass, but like say like you know they got these like makeshift yeah. like the builders got these little makeshift parks in front. You know what I'm saying? Or like right where there might be like a playground somewhere that's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just pull out a blanket, a pull out a stereo, little, little, little charcuterie. Little, little too far on, play some music. Yes. Yeah. It's just chill. All right. Number five. Great number. Number five. Live concert. Yes. Right? If your date is into music or their favorite band is in town, don't even think twice. Soon as she said, exactly. I like this. I'm looking for the dates, <laughs> right? If they close, drive, drive, go. Hey, girl, we going to see this or this in Philly, right? But yeah, your date would be grateful and love you for planning a surprise date to a concert. Now, yes, guys. His, if your woman is into music. That listen, is man. the ultimate. We're not told these things, so listen up. Trying to put you the game for free 90. I'm trying to get y'all this free game. All right. Number six. Let's go to a zoo, baby. I don't uh, know about the zoo. Uh, <laughs> walking through a zoo can help both you feel really comfortable with each other. It's hard to hold your excitement back when you're staring at wild animals and indulging in wild antics. So I will say this. I'm not into zoos like that, but I know in Richmond, Maymount Park is pretty nice they do yeah. have the animals there and they have yeah. the exhibits and stuff may my park if you live in richmond that is and you can do the the picnic and everything listen everything is not for everybody right the, the but you, Japanese you, garden where the water is is beautiful but you got to give us guys a chance right we're we're, we're, we're saying listen we want to do better we want to we know but Sometimes it's y'all make it hard for no reason. All right. Number seven. A boat ride. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. Pick what you intend to do, whether it's a romantic paddle boat or one with an oar. Or maybe rent some jet skis. Mmm. Little thought. Not that. Not yeah. I mean, it worked on Hitch, right? <laughs> Did he get hit or fell off? I mean, you know, make the dating exciting, or just you know, find a booze cruise that's about to. I was gonna say yeah, booze cruise or a day booze cruise, what is it? Yeah. A, a day cruise or whatever. Yeah, like a day cruise. Book book one of those. Like you see it, book it. All right. Here's here's the most thing, guys. Once you actually figure out what the plan is, 
what the women want you to do is just execute it and don't tell them. Yes. Right? Don't ask them. They don't want you to ask them what they want. They want you to guess what they want. Right. So again, these don't always work for everybody, <laughs> but we're going to talk about this whole reading mind things. Okay. But fellas, pay attention. If you, but see, if you're having the proper conversations, these things are coming out. All right. Number eight, one of my favorites, bowling. Bowling can be a lot of fun, even though it sounds like a total cliche. A bit of rivalry on a romantic date always spices things up. You can bet for you can bet for quarters. You can bet for kisses. Hey. Um, I prefer pool. Take me to a pool hall. Play some pool. You know, here we go. See, you're one of those unique ones. Okay. <laughs> All right. But pool hall, can you can interchange that with bowling? Okay. Yeah. Uh, number nine. Just, hold on, not just some rinky dink. Put the quarters inside. No, one where it's nice and you know. See, now, just now, 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 now you want to go somewhere with fifty dollars scotch just to play pool. I'm just saying. The, the real experience is the pool hall. What are you doing? Not them little quarter ones. <laughs> they all quarter <laughs> machines at the pool hall. Some pool halls you rent balls, and some you, you just the pop the quarters yeah. in. Okay. See. Or you can go to Lucky Strikes. It's a pool and bowling. My- She's proving my point. Nobody goes to Lucky Strikes no more. Okay. I know, but I'm just saying. I just brought it up because it's right. pool and bowling. We got to get through this. Number nine, <laughs> street fair or carnivals. An explosion of colors, a wonderful thing to experience. <laughs> Can't get no better than a street fair or a carnival. You can spend hours together, act silly, and still have a perfect date. Tell you, boy, don't nobody, doesn't, nothing lets a guard down like watching somebody suck down a funnel cake. Okay, just go ham on a candy apple. Right? Nothing, nothing relives pure childhood joy than a bag of cotton candy. State the lie. All right. (laughs) Number 10. Karaoke. Oh, yes. Good karaoke night. Guys, those are free dates. Yes. Karaoke is fun. You think? Do you think you're the best bathroom singer? Right? You trying to impress your date with some showmanship? Nothing beats karaoke, fellas, and especially if you can sing, you might sing them panties off. Even if you can't do those duets, man, those are the best. Right. Now, I wrote this list at a weird time in my life. <laughs> so I'm going to put a little asterisk on this one. I feel like those were great dates. Definitely some good ideas. I hope you guys took notes of those. And it's just, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, just learning and getting to know the person and with communication. So Antoine, what would you wrap up as far as with this episode? What would you want to tell? I mean, you gave them 50, 50 dates. But I gave them 50 you? gems. I know. Call it what it, it is. Was, definitely was. I know. Here's what I want. I want I want us to be a little more tolerant, a little less in a rush, and a little bit more conversational in the beginning. There is no right or wrong time to have a conversation. Conversation should flow. Conversation should 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 seek to understand and 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 grow together. And if that's not the case, be okay. That you met a dope person, but y'all didn't work out. You know, it 
mm, sorry, excuse me. It doesn't have to be this, the end all be all. You know, I have to date. I only date this person. I'm only interested in being in a long term relationship. Or date to understand who you are as a person, what you like, what you don't like, and who you are supposed to be with. What what do you expect in relationships, and what do you have a standard for? But you don't have to. You you could believe all that and not believe that the expectation is a relationship. Right. And fellas, like we, 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 we speak a different language. We move different. We think different. You got to want to kind of be different to not be, not to perceive that the same type of man they've always met. And a little effort goes a long way. And I know that we weren't given the tools, but we got fucking Google, man. Like open up your mind to something else and you'll be, you'll be surprised what you're able to pull off. And, you know, listen, like I said, all of those weren't for everybody. Find the stuff you like to do, too. And just understand that sometimes a woman just wants you to open up, talk to her and share with her. That's it. That's true. That's true. And and for me, I would say that, like, you know, don't date expecting like everybody isn't going to be Prince Charming. They, you know, get to know people. You know, he may be the one, he may not be, but don't go in there assuming that this is the one or forcing him to be something that he is not or something that he is not ready to be. Say it again for the people in the back of the bad hearing. <laughs> you cannot force him to be something he is not ready to be. Nah, and you shouldn't. You know, I, I want y'all to find that energy. I want y'all to destroy them clocks, yo. Them clocks is going to be the end of you. And how can we find you? You can find me on IG. My shit is pure comedy. All right. And I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, you can find us on Disaster Dating One on IG at Disaster Dating One Hundred One Podcast. That's also on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter at Disaster Date 101. Also, like I said, you can find us on YouTube. We do have a Facebook page, Disaster Dating 101 Podcast. And you can find me at Natasha Renee underscore the creator. This podcast is available on all major streaming we platforms. Out here. So please subscribe, like, and share. Good night, you guys. Good night. See y'all next week.